Hi guys, hope everyone is well and welcome back to the Improvement Podcast. So to start off, as always, quick update on myself. Uh, to be fair, when I started this podcast, I thought it would be a good idea to kind of give like brief updates at the start of each episode to keep people up to date of where I'm at, tell people a bit about myself. However, I feel like sometimes I just genuinely don't have much to talk about. My weeks are pretty similar, to be fair, but... Uh, uh, I seen my mates yesterday, quite a good time, it was nice seeing them because it has been a while, uh, going out for a dinner to celebrate my birthday early with my family the night, so that should be good, uh, and apart from that, not much has happened, training's going really well, I was really happy with how yesterday's leg session went, and yeah, everything's good to be fair, and I have started a new course, obviously after finishing college I've got a bit more time in my hands, so I started a course by Mark Coles, which is basically just about business marketing and just to help develop my coaching service and to help improve how much people I can effectively help reach their goals, which is one of the main goals of mine, which is why I set out to become an online coach. So yeah, I'm really excited for that and so far so good. I'm really enjoying it. So in terms of the episode, I'm uh, going to talk about today rep ranges for muscle growth. So, uh, not only what rep ranges cause muscle growth, but why would you choose a certain rep range? For example, why would you choose 8 to 12? Why would you choose 5 to 6? Etc. So, give you the rationale behind it and hopefully as a result, give you something to take away and incorporate into your training with this podcast. That's what I aim to do here. I'm not just aiming to tell you the like science facts behind things I want to hopefully uh, give information across in a practical sense and what I mean by that is a sense where you can actually utilize information yourself to just impact your training for the better simple as that so to start off the rep range that is believed to cause muscle growth is 6 to 35 so this is obviously quite a large rep range However, there are times where a rep range would be more beneficial than others, which I'll get into. But in terms of why the most common rep range, in my opinion, is 8 to 12. When you think about when you first probably saw a gym program, it's like three sets, 8 to 12 all the time for no reason. Like, And at first, you don't really know why. And I'm just going to debunk why that's such a popular rep range and to be fair it is for good reason for the most part not that it's optimal but the reason why it's popular is adherence in my opinion so training the 8 to 12 rep range is quite time efficient so usually if you do like a really low rep range let's say let's say you're squatting you're squatting five to seven reps you're gonna need more rest in my opinion and you're just, yeah, you're going to need to rest longer, sorry, can't get my words out, in order to perform well your second set of squats. And additionally, there's enjoyment as well, so there, you don't really want to train, like, let's say, a rep range 30 to 35 if you're training legs, or most people don't unless they've got something wrong with them because it's absolutely brutal. So that's another factor of why 8-12 is such a popular rep range. So... If you think about the time efficiency aspect, if you're doing all your sets in the, let's say, five to seven rep range, you're going to need to rest quite a long period to just recover well to perform your set again. Whereas eight to 12, you'll probably be fine in a shorter period of time. 
and so as well as time efficiency, adjoinment, and as a result, adherence. Certain movements fit certain rep ranges. So what I mean by this is an isolation movement, you're probably not going to go onto a bicep curl and do, let's say, f like five to seven reps, or you'll just have sore elbows, if that makes sense. So there's a bit, there's a time and place for a low rep range, and usually that's compound movements. Something like the barbell back squat, or maybe like a deadlift, a you could maybe not a bent over row or a bench press something like that something where you're using multiple muscle groups which is a compound movement and yeah just one that you're not isolating a set muscle the reason why i don't think that low rep ranges work great for isolation exercises 99 percent of the time is it's really hard to isolate a muscle if you're using a really low rep range so a good example is like a like let's say a cable lateral raise or dumbbell lateral raise it's going to be really hard to target your target your side del if you're doing that five to seven rep range because you're just going to want to basically pull it up with any muscle you can you won't be focusing on using the correct muscle and yeah your form probably won't be the best in my opinion so it's going to be really hard to target target the muscle and also like isolation movements like the cable lateral raise or dumbbell lateral raise i think they respond good to high rep work as well which is another reason uh, and i think anecdotally there's just some body parts that respond better to high rep work than others a uh, good examples like arms i think they respond better to high rep work i i rarely go below eight reps one for like an injury standpoint you don't want tendonitis in your elbows or that or just to come across any pains which is probably more likely when you're isolating your arms in like a 5 to 9 rep range or 5 to 8 anyway and additionally things like I think adductors they're a good movement to train in a high rep range calves as well uh, your side delts as I said uh, whereas some I don't think it's as necessary or they don't stand out to me as movements uh, are great to do in the high rep range and in terms of rep ranges like I said, isolations, they're more fitted to like 12 to 15s, maybe 8 to 10s, but definitely not below that. Just for the form standpoint and being able to isolate the correct muscle. And from just an injury standpoint, getting mean niggles in your elbows and that when you're curling, just wee things like that. And as for compound movements, as I said, these are a time and place where you can go a bit lower in a lower rep range, <clears throat> which I... One enjoying two, I think, has benefit to it. The reason being is when you're doing like a squat or a deadlift, you don't want to be doing 20 plus reps most of the time. The reason being is your cardiovascular system might fatigue before your muscles. So your cardiovascular system just being like your like your fitness, your physical fitness, you'll just become knackered out of breath before your muscles may like fail. So that's not what we're after because we always want our muscles to be the limiting factor to how much weight we're lifting we don't want it to be our or what's it called sorry yeah our cardiovascular system sorry and yeah so that's another rationale and if you do like let's say a squat in a high rep range sometimes i just feel it so much in my lower back like i've got like a lower back pump if that makes sense if you've ever heard of that which is basically when you've got a lot of blood in your lower back it feels all tight and like swollen full of blood 
and it just feels uncomfortable and it can kind of throw you off for the rest of your session. There's also just a like bracing standpoint. So we know like during a squat, we want to take a big belly breath of air, like we're getting punched in the stomach before we do each rep or towards the bottom of the rep, at least we want to be braced. The reason being is this makes us as tight as possible. As a result from being as tight as possible, we can lift more weight and we can also do so safely. And it just prevents injury and keeps us in a basically safe position and a strong position. Whereas if we're doing high rep ranges, it becomes a point where it's really, really hard to brace effectively. So here you only have two options, which is to run out of breath, not be able to perform any more uh, reps from just bracing each rep. Or you won't be able to brace when you're performing the set, so your risk of injury would be higher, your form might be a bit sloppy towards the end. And as well as that, you could say in terms of like targeting certain muscle groups. So a good example is trying to target certain muscles in your back. So if I asked you to isolate your lats, what's going to be easier? Doing it in the 5 to 7 rep range or doing it in the 12 to 15 rep range? You can probably have more control over the weight, just feel like you've got more control over it. And just do a bit better if you're performing it in like a yeah, higher rep range because when you're handling such low rep ranges, it's hard to keep the load on the muscle you want to actually target. So that's what I find the issue is with that. And uh, in terms of what occurs at each rep range, so there are benefits to both so in terms of lower reps you could argue you're handling more mechanical tension which is going to be in place so mechanical tension is basically the load that's placed on your muscles a higher load is placed on your muscles and as a result you could argue that's more beneficial for muscle growth but saying that if you're getting if you're doing higher reps and still training to failure they're both going to be effective for muscle growth in terms of mechanical tension but you could argue that's the benefit of lower reps and for a safety standpoint and a convenience standpoint in terms of time and being able to perform them safely on like a squat and also just a pain tolerance standpoint so I don't there, there will be folk who go in the gym and they can't handle a pain of like a 30 rep leg press don't blame them it is absolutely horrific and really hard to train to failure in that rep range without your your quads just feel like they're burning so much and they're going to blow up so like in that standpoint then it might be better using a lower rep range as well and in terms of what occurs at higher reps this is when metabolic stress occurs a bit more and metabolic stress is basically what happens when you get a ton of blood to your muscles when the blood like swells to your or your muscle swells with blood then you can't get any more blood flow to your muscle. As a result, you can't get any more ox oxygenated blood. So your muscles need oxygen to basically like serve them as energy, if that makes sense. So as a result, it, it produces met, met, sorry, metabolites, which are basically things like lactic acid, which is usually the burning sensation when you're doing a high rep set. And <clears throat> basically, this just causes another like another a uh, path or drive of hypertrophy like i said metabolic stress so i think it's a good idea to use both lower rep ranges and higher rep ranges because you could argue you're just putting all your eggs in one basket if you're just doing like an 8-12 rep range 
you're missing out on so much potential for muscle growth if you're like not doing anything below it or above it. Like why why would you put your eggs in one basket if you could potentially get more improvements? And yeah, just have a bit of a variety in your training which will probably help enjoyment then. I don't see why you shouldn't. And in terms of coming back from a wee injury or a niggle, I think if you have recently like got an injury and you're coming back to training for the first time, it might be smart to perform a higher rep range. For example, like let's say your arms, if you uh let's say like like I said, if you've got a problem with your elbows, you probably don't want to be doing skull crushers or rope extensions with five to nine reps if that makes sense or five to eight, something like that. Because it's just not gonna be that beneficial for like elbow health standpoint it will probably just feel pretty poor you might get wee injuries or niggles in them and it's probably not going to help whatever injury you have in the heel so in terms of if you've got like an exercise should you use two of the same rep ranges or two different per exercise in my opinion you should well ideally unless you've got a really good rationale not to you should use two different rep ranges for the most part the reason being is enjoyment it will be a bit more yeah, enjoyable because you've got more opportunities to progress. You're not doing the same set with the same exact weight, which might be a bit boring. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of the like top set and back off approach, which simply means doing a low rep set and then a high rep set. So, yeah, big fan of that. But obviously, if you're doing arm training, you might not want to just do two sets. Same with any other training, like uh, maybe you want to do three sets of squats if you can recover from it which is definitely not a problem and advised if you can, uh, then you should probably do, let's say, 2 to the 5 to 9 rep range than 1 in the 10 to 12. So there's just no set like rep range you should do each exercise. As I said, there's things that make it somewhat convenient and optimal for each exercise. But yeah, for the most part, I'd recommend doing two different ones. And another reason is if you're doing, let's say, the leg press, you're doing 100 kilos for 10. And the second set, you want to get 10 again, you'll probably get 10. Do you think you really gave it your all in the first set if you're able to give it the same amount of reps in the second? Probably not. So as a result, if you have two different rep, range in, rep ranges in your training, you will probably train harder because you're not thinking in the back of your mind, I've got to leave some in the gas tank for my second set so I would reach the same reps. And that's a good indicator if you are training hard enough. If you're doing multiple sets of the same rep ranges, are your reps staying like the same? For example, are you getting like 8 to 10? No, sorry. Are you getting, let's say, on the leg press, 100 kilos for 10, then 100 kilos for 10, and 100 kilos for 10 the third set? Your muscles should be fatigued by the time you're at the third set, so your reps should gradually decrease. So... If you're quite new to training, you haven't quite. Oh, well, not I'm not I'm not wanting to say not got a good train intensity, but it takes time to learn how to train intensely, especially if you've not got much other experience in sport or weight training. So, it's okay because not everyone starts off training intensely. I didn't, but I'm slowly getting the hang of it. So, yeah, you might you might get something like I just said, similar reps, but just keep trying to push yourself session over session it will come and you'll learn to train more intensely over time and in terms of when you would change a rep range so there's 
oh, when I like a lift stalls, for example, let's say you train in a really small gym that doesn't have a lot of kit in it, and you're on the leg press, you can't progress it any further. So the leg press isn't usually moving that stalls that much, but just go for example, let's say you only have a leg press and a barbell, so you can only do squats and a leg press. You don't really want to do more squats or any other barbell work because your lower back is feeling it from the amount of barbell work you do. Then if your leg press stalls, it might be a good idea to change to rep range. For example, if you're doing 8 to 10, you could do 1 15 to 20 and then 1 12 to 15, something like that. So as long as you're progressing in whatever rep range you're training in, that's what I would worry about most. So like I said, no magic rep range. If you are putting weight on the bar or increasing your reps on any any rep range at all, you're probably going to put on tissue as long as it's between 6 and 35 reps. Like I said, there's a convenient time to do each rep range and the time that may be a bit more beneficial than others, but you should stick to that principle. Always try and beat your logbook regardless of what rep range, regardless of what exercise, and then that would just mean you'll maximise each movement in the gym. So coming back from that tangent, in terms of, yeah, like an exercise stalling, this is kind of the only thing that jumps to mind of when you change a rep range. Or if you choose a rep range that you don't think is beneficial for the movement, let's say you're getting two out of breath on squats doing 15 to 20 like a rep set, or you're doing two, two lower rep range on your isolation movements, on your, let's say, when you're trying to target your lats or a certain part of your back, then it may be better doing a higher rep range. So, But just make sure whatever you do, all rep ranges are treated to the same intensity. So aye, regardless if it's 5 to 9 reps or 15 to 20, you should both try and give them your all so that you're reaching failure. And if you're training close to failure, you're beating the logbook, you, like I said, you'll build muscle. So next, I'm finally going to go over, like, just... I'm just going to explain each movement or go through, like some sort of like training program and tell you what I'd recommend as a rep range and tell you basically what I do in terms of rep ranges. Sorry, I'm just drinking my coffee. So, right, jumping into it. So I'm going to run through an upper session, a lower session, just to give you a quick idea of how to structure your session. This doesn't mean you should do the exact same amount of sets as me or the same exercises, but to be fair, you're you're not you're human as well. I kind of hate the fact that everyone tries to make an individualized program for everyone, like making and claiming like people do cookie cutter approaches. It's like everyone's got a set of adductors, so the adductors are good exercise. It's good to do it at the start of the session, get your adductors warm, your legs warm. It's not like someone has adductors and someone doesn't. You know what I mean? So, as I do think you definitely need to <clears throat> make sure it's individualized for yourself, but if you're a beginner, then the compound movements have a place. The doctor's a great exercise, so on, so on, if that makes sense. So getting off that tangent. So in terms of, let's say, my isolation movements on my leg days, I don't even know how I got into that tangent, actually. <laughs> but I'll just summarise. So in terms of my isolation movements, so that's your, your hamstring curl, your leg extension, the adductor machine, the calf raises. So I usually do 1, 8 to 10. And then 1 12 to 15 on each. And in terms of my compound movements, <clears throat> I usually do 
on the hack squat, 1-5 to 9, 1-10 to 12, and on the leg press, 1-8 to 10, 1-12 to 15. And in terms of my upper session, when I'm doing side delts, so the side of my shoulders, so lateral raises or like a machine lateral raise, it's usually 1-8 to 10, 1-12 to 15, or sometimes I do like three sets for laterals, maybe four on my arm day. So that's just an example and usually let's say for my upper body big compound movement so that's like my bench press I do 1 5 to 9, 1 12 to 15, no sorry 1 10 to 12 so I'll be a bit lower than 12 to 15 because I think it's just more beneficial for like compound movements you just feel like all your other like stability muscles are fatiguing by the time you're like at 15 reps and that and your cardiovascular system and yeah, so as for my back movements, usually I don't do 5 to 9, it's usually like an 8 to 10 rep range and 12 to 15. Because I find it's hard to target your back in a really low rep range, you're just moving the weight from A to B if not. And then arms, usually it's like 8 to 10 and then 12 to 15 as well. So hope that helps, I hope that's a good uh, wee summary of how you could structure your like rep ranges. And as you've seen there, I've got quite a variety. I do do different rep ranges on each set. On my calves, I sometimes do like just two sets of the same rep range, but it's not the end of the world there. I'm sure they'll still grow. But for the most part, I think it's better having like a higher rep range and a lower rep range for each set. Just for, like I said, enjoyment. Uh, arguably, it might be better for muscle growth. And it means you're not... Yeah, you're, you've got multiple rooms for room for progression you're not just stuck with progressing the one rep range if that makes sense so yeah hope this helped hope you enjoyed the podcast and the update from myself anything that you need help with just drop me a message as always if you enjoyed the podcast i'd greatly appreciate a like or a share or whatever you're on a follow a rating if you can it would be greatly appreciated hope everyone has a great day and enjoys your weekend